Welcome to Critical Drinking. That was a little poppier than usual. <laughs> I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Ryan Maley. And this is a podcast where we usually drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. Mm-hmm. But it is a, well, I guess it's not a special episode in the sense of being special for a reason. It's a special yeah, episode. You're, you're always special to me. Because, uh, and Ryan has a title for this episode. Oh, yes. It is a critical drinking scared sober. Yes. Um, we're not drinking tonight. Uh, me, because I'm under the weather and I don't think drinking would help. Even though this weekend I drank more than maybe I have in a long time. And I have the bruises to I got, prove it. And I got sick, which defies all logic yes. of, uh, of the drink yourself healthy rule. Um, so I'm, I'm a little, I, it must, there must be a limit on how much you can actually handle. It works. And then, it, and then, then <laughs> that's yeah. negative. Yeah. And then you're just, uh, reversely negative. Yeah. Mm, that's good soda. I have ginger ale. I have a Mountain Dew. Is it ginger ale what they drink when you're, uh, when you're trying to get off the, get on the wagon or whatever is it that, is? I don't know. You can I have a, can I have a ginger ale. Oh, it's club soda. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to get on the wagon. I just didn't want to drink by myself. That'd be weird. He's a very supportive co-host. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Except I did have about four before I came over. But <laughs> don't. Sh- I'm not going to put it in. No, I'm not, that's it. Yeah. But uh, this episode, we are watching The Shining. The Shining. And we are finishing up Horror Month with top five scariest movies. According to us. Yeah. And this is all personal because, obviously... We're scared by different things. Yeah, scary is a relative term. You know, different strokes for different folks. Relative, like related. Mm-hmm. Like my uncle yeah. is scary. Is yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He probably thinks you're scary, but it's because you're relatives, and it's yes. all it's all relative. My third cousin is scary. I just use the <laughs> same thing over again. Yeah, no, it's a good point though, because it is really he's still your relative. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but. So that's what we're watching tonight. Um, I had never seen, or I have never seen The Shining. Uh, I have, and our producer also has. I've and seen it so, uh, probably about eight times. And so that that's going to wrap up horror month. It's been a good month. It has it's been. been a fun month. I've enjoyed it's been a it. wide ranging month. I've seen a lot of a wide gaping month. <laughs> I've seen a lot of horror movies this month. Some of them gaping, mm-hmm. but some some pretty. I can't uh, believe I missed Brie. <laughs> Sorry, fans. <laughs> Sorry um, fans. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna jump into the poll, which I believe has been up a the month. whole time. Yeah, yes. the whole month. And so I didn't check how many votes we had. Um, I can check that later. But we have in last place with zero Thank God. total votes. Vampire movies. That's that was our first week, and uh, good because Twilight sucks. Yeah, and. Vampire Diaries A lot of vampire sucks. movies suck. But you like, don't you like True Blood? I do like True Blood. But True Blood would have been number three or two on my yeah. list. Is True Blood as much about vampires as it is about sex? Because that's all I hear about that show. There's a lot of sex in it, including Anna Paquin's titties, and I like those. <laughs> Didn't she marry a dude that she met on that show? Yeah, met, married Bill Compton. He's 40 or something. She's mm. 28. Mm. Nice. Or 30. Very nice. Um, but yeah, and then second to last, so fourth place was 
monster movies. I wonder who voted for those. <laughs> With which, what really, what constitutes monsters? Godzilla. Like, yeah, and then uh, like, Frankenstein. Yep. Yep. Good point. Mummies. Then if you really? if you watch the new Nick Schwartz, it made me laugh. There's a mummy I haven't in yet. it. But there's a mummy, and then I started thinking as a, I was like, how how terrifying is the mummy? Mm-hmm. It's pretty much a zombie. That's the boogeyman. Zombie. Yep, that's true. Boogeyman two. Boogies well, out. Would Jason be considered a monster, or is he a slasher and therefore he is other? See, I don't think Jason is a monster, but I think Freddy would be a monster. Freddy would be. I mean, Freddy is. But Freddy's more of a normal dude than Jason is. He's only got. Knife fingers. Yeah, but Freddy lives in people's dreams. Yeah, well, true. But Jason lives in the in yeah. hell. He's from hell. Yeah, yeah. He lives in space sometimes. It wasn't even Jason in the first. <coughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, it's his mom. In third place was zombie movies, which you know I could see that because really you have to like the genre. Yes, to like zombie zombies. Is a- Love it or leave it. Believe it or not, zombies. <laughs> but seriously, believe watch. it or not, zombies. <laughs> I really, really repeat <laughs> you said. You should really watch uh, Dead Snow though. From episode thirty-four, two episodes ago. Yep, you definitely should watch Dead Snow. Um, in second place with twenty-three. Oh, um, second or fourth place had eleven point eight percent. Third place zombies had seventeen point six percent. Second place with twenty three and a half percent is ghost or paranormal movies. So all yeah, we the movies... don't. Re- the critical drinking recommendation is not to watch paranormal activity. Yeah, that's right. And watch The Exorcist because there's all three of our number ones. Yes. Um, and then coming in pretty much dominating the entire time is the other category with forty seven point one percent. And the other category apparently includes S- Jason. Slashers. Slashers. Yeah. But. Wet naps. <laughs> Attack of the of the giant tomatoes yeah. or whatever. Killer tomatoes. Mm-hmm. The blob. The yeah. slime. <laughs> yeah, the blob. The swamp thing. That's a monster. Would the fly be, if you considered it a, a horror, would that be? If I consider it other? a horror, that flies a horror. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you consider that like a, a horror movie, would that be other? Would, would, uh. I don't know. Would the mist be other? No, the mist is scary. But but what would the mist be under? Other. Monsters? Would it be other? I don't know. Because aren't there... I've never seen the mist, but aren't there eventually... Well, we don't need it's to get into that. It's a Stephen King book. There's always eventually something. Yeah. Um. But so that's our poll. It is a monster movie. That's why yeah. it, it should personally put monsters number one. Yeah. Because it... I've never seen any of those movies, but I've seen the... You've never seen it? No, but I've seen terrifying. stuff from terrifying. So overall we had 17 votes in that poll, which I just looked up. So if you were wondering. Um now we're gonna get into the little bit of feedback that we had. Uh yeah, what are you guys all doing? You guys were all uh answering. Hey, right we away. took the week off, so did they. You're answering right away on the other ones, but then we get to scariest movies, and it's like, did it scare you? Is that what it was? Yeah, it did. It did. It was the scariest was it terrifying. Question. Yep. Um, but Chris said, so I was just looking over Peter Travers, 10 scariest movie scenes of the last decade, which please don't take Peter Travers movie reviews seriously because he writes for Rolling Stone and Rolling Stone sucks balls now. Um, it's not even big anymore. Like the magazine. Yeah. 
and the writing sucks, and Peter Travers gives four stars to just about anything. Uh, no Pete Hammond. No, Pete Hammond from Maxim. He's, on, on, he's on Hollywood Reporter now. Is he? Is yeah. he still on every single movie yes. preview ever? Yep. Oh, man. That guy's good. He knows He knows how to get mm-hmm. free publicity for any yep. magazine he works for. Um, but he says he was looking over that list, and the number one on there was the, mu- the movie that I had talked about a while back, and that is The Human Centipede. He said it reminded me of him talking, or he re- it reminded him of me talking about it, and uh, he hasn't seen it yet, but he posted a picture that scares him enough, and it is the picture pretty much at the end of the finished product of the human centipede, ass to mouth, ass to mouth, and then just ass, <laughs> just ass at the front. Ass. Um, but it is a, it's not really a scary movie, I would say, it's just gross, and it makes you want to barf um and then matt my brother says in my opinion Eraserhead is a very scary movie and david he, lynch he said i think the uh it's the music and pacing more than anything i haven't seen it neither have i but it's net what uh it's netflix watch instantly so you can if you want that's true um i might just do that you should just do that I might that'd be good you should um yes <laughs> so now there is a segment, or I guess it's not even a segment. It's just something I want to talk about. Ooh, I want to hear this. There's something I want to talk about because this last week, the reason why we didn't uh, record was because we were in Vegas over the weekend, and then I was in Houston this week. Because you're employed, la la. <laughs> hey, if you want to move to Philadelphia, job's open. Sure, I'll go live with Jake. Just saying, Philly, you can do my job. Skype me in. Yep. Um, it actually worked perfectly last week too. Sure did. It really did. It wasn't last week, but it worked perfectly. Or two weeks ago. Last episode. It sounded great. Just like that bird did. It sounded great and Jake's vocals were crystal clear. Because so, Jake is a soliloquist. A golden god. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, so I wanted to talk about some nightmare stories. And particularly one nightmare story because Are we having multiple nightmares? No. I'm just if, if there's anything else like any memorable nightmares that we had had, oh. this would be the time to do it. But there was a nightmare I had on Monday night. Uh, it the, shook him, he told me. Yeah. The night I got into Houston and I was coming off of the Vegas hangover, turned into the non hangover sinus infection or head cold or whatever yeah. I have right now. And so I wasn't really able to sleep well. And so I had trouble falling asleep. And, you know, Houston's two hours ahead. So two o'clock is midnight here. Yeah. So, you know, it was about two o'clock. And I was like, well, I probably just can't fall asleep just because it's the time change. So, you know, whatever. So I eventually fall asleep. And I wake up at 5 a.m. to the most uncomfortable feeling and unsettling feeling I've had in a long time because I just had the worst nightmare I've had maybe ever. All right. But it was, it's, it was so vivid for two days. Like I remember everything about it for two days and I've lost some of that cause I didn't write it down cause I'm an idiot. But the one scene that woke me up out of it, that was like the scariest stuck with me. And I'm pretty sure in my head, if I can explain this right, I think it would be a good, uh, movie like a good scary movie scene. Let's um, hear it. But 
so the last scene was basically there was a group of people kind of surrounding me and then there was this woman like just looking at me like and it was like you know dark backdrop and there were people behind me i couldn't see them but i sensed them i guess and they were you know it felt like they were with her and so I was kind of just there alone and she was looking at me and she was like a, like an older woman with dark hair and like a really slim face mm-hmm. and just these like eyes that were really wide, like something was happening, but she was looking like straight into my eyes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like she got this really, really like intense, bright eyed look mm-hmm. that would scare you enough if, you know even if nothing else had happened. But then her face started to like, it's almost as if her face was cramping Mm -hmm. like so bad that it was like her nose was bending into her cheek and it's almost like her face was collapsing. It doesn't sound that scary like that, but it was like, she wasn't able to talk and I was just watching this. And it was like the way that her face moved it and her eyes were still just, right on like she hadn't said anything her eyes were right on me Mm -hmm. and her face was just crumpling and i remember in the dream feeling intensely scared Mm -hmm. and like i not not like a spit but i like kind of drooled out of like the front of my mouth like a like a i don't know almost like a foam of the mouth but like a spit and i woke up and there was a pile of, there was like a big puddle of drool on my pillow. So I'm pretty sure that actually happened like to me. Just if you're watching me in bed, you'd see me just spit. Nice. <laughs> and then I woke up and all I could see was just this face, like in the middle of like my line of sight. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost just burned into my eyeballs. And so I couldn't fall asleep after that. I was like looking around the room and it just, it rattled me so bad. And I, I'm not sure I could explain it well, but if I, I don't know, storyboarded it and filmed it. <laughs> oh, it uh, stuck with you. I think it would have been good, but God, it was just in, oh, it still freaks me out. But I, I had to stay up and like look at and do stuff on my Blackberry for about a half hour at 5 a.m. until I went back to sleep. It was crazy. Sounds scary. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the worst nightmare I've had since I was little and I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters <laughs> and I had a nightmare that Velociraptors were chasing me. That sounds like a sweet nightmare. That scared me. I had to get out of the top bunk of my bunk beds and go wake my dad up because I was scared. Bunk beds. But any uh, any terrifying news news stories from you? No, just the one where uh, I was fucking this girl, and then it was in the dark, and she was talking <laughs> to me about her two old boyfriends and how they passed away. I was like, oh, that's horrible. And then she's like, because I ate them. And she <laughs> turned into a beast on my penis. And it was... <laughs> It's terrifying, and I woke up. And I went to back to bed. <laughs> that that was that's about it. That's pretty scary, man. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Um, now I know what Bell felt like in a Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, fucking a beast, Gross, dude. Oh, thinking about that. Hmm. They should do that. Have they? They have done that. Yeah, it's always that's if porn. you go to like porn sites yeah. or something. There's always like the. Homer fucking large oh. or something like that on the side. And <laughs> but no, like, there I don't want to click that. There is a live action Beauty and Beast, I'm pretty sure. Like porn. Like one of the But the person dressed up as a beast, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it's not an actual <laughs> beast. 
That would be gross. Um, but yeah, just that pretty much got me ready for Horror Month. I didn't watch a single scary movie between then and now because that would have just been too much for disaster. Um, Sweet. But yeah, so we're going to go watch The Shining. Um, this would be original, or this would normally be the time for predictions. But uh, Ryan, how many licorice ropes are you going to eat? Uh, well, I had one, and I got two more here. I'm going <laughs> to say five total. <laughs> I may want two more at about a snowy scene. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say six. What? Yeah, I'm going to say six. I'm. I mean, how long is this movie? Two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. I guess I'm if pretty I, sure I can go. If, if I win, I have bragging rights, and <laughs> if I if you win, I ate more licorice. So yeah. it's a good, it's a win-win. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're gonna go watch The Shining, and then we will come back and, uh, you know, do it. Bye. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. Yes. Crack. Crack. <laughs> uh, we just watched The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. And uh, we don't have any... Well, yes, we do. We have... Uh, we've made some predictions beforehand. Uh, so, Ryan... I crumbled to the to the liquor's <laughs> prediction. I had eight. Oh, my God. You beat me. I only had those. I only had seven. I beat mine by one. <sighs> That's why I did it. Yeah. That is why I did it. <laughs> um, but we just watched The Shining, and uh, I have notes. I do too. I had two notes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which either means the movie was lackluster and had nothing to say about it, or means that you're enthralled. It was, yeah, it was very engaging. Um, so who wants to go first? You've seen it. I haven't. I know I'll, you have a lot of notes there. I'll go first. Um, I drew pictures of cannonballs like shooting out. But that doesn't mean anything. Um, I don't know. I've seen this movie, like I said, maybe eight or nine times. Yeah. And wow. uh, I'm always amazed at kind of the um, atmosphere of it and just the claustrophobia and the psychological part of it. And I always find that part the scariest. I mean, there's no like, boom, gotcha moments. You know, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, it just kind of grows on you and gets. She creeped out, and the scene with the twin girls down the hallway—I had hated that yep. when I was younger. It scared me. You don't want to go down hallways. <laughs> Made it hard, and I never wanted to stay in a room two, three, seven when we went on trips. But um, did you ever? No. Good. Um, I think all the Jack Nicholson's very Jack Nicholson-y in this. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is what got him the Joker. Yeah. That's what I was. I was gonna say that too. Um, and I like Shelley Duvall. Yep. I thought. I mean, she's kind of annoying at first, but she does a good job of screaming and looking scared, <laughs> and for being the only sane person there would Which work. She does for half the movie. So yes, <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. Other than that, to nice to see Timberline Lodge. Yeah. And uh, yeah, is overall it's a good, good Halloween movie. Yeah, it's good. Um, having not seen it before, but having seen, you know, 
a number of other Stanley Kubrick movies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are similar in all of his movies. The specifically the some of the stringed uh, arrangements that he oh, yeah, used the music in this, is very yeah. very 2001. Yeah, like he uses the same where the the two like there's discord in the yeah because it's an off chord and then he brings them together yeah to create like one solid note it's i mean it's pretty cool but i know i just guess i noticed that from 2001 i'm not sure which well 2001 came first because this was what 80 something or other Mm, was it 70 something or other? yes 70 something yeah okay maybe 79 yeah um yeah overall i i may have had too high of hopes for this movie because it just i don't know it wasn't it wasn't as good as a lot of the lists and a lot of the research that I had done, you know, had made it out to be, at least in my opinion. Um, I thought that it was very deliberate, but that's kind of how I imagine the book was. Yeah. Because I've, I don't know how many, because it's based on a Stephen King novel. Yes. And I don't think I've read, I haven't read many Stephen King novels, but the ones that I have read mm-hmm. have sort of been deliberately told like yeah. there there's some foreshadowing and it's it's there to be foreshadowing yeah and there's story elements that are made to just advance the story and narrative like in the beginning when that when he's uh you know the kid is talking to the cook yeah in you know when they're having ice cream that's deliberately told so that you understand what's going on yeah you know and the rest um i don't know because Coming off of 2001, it's like the opposite of that. 2001 yes. gives you nothing and expects you to either figure it out or just, not know. just yeah, just be confused. And a lot of people end up confused. <laughs> um, but this, I mean, as, as far as if you take it as just a horror movie, I think that the atmosphere, like you said, was very good. I thought that at points the music was good, but at other points... It was too on point. Distracting. Yeah. Well, not distracting, but just too forced to make you have a certain feeling, like building tension. Mm-hmm. But at other points, it was building tension for no reason, yeah. which was interesting. I thought that was actually really cool. Like how he would just there'd be the there'd be a scene where it's kind of a static scene. You're just looking at something, and then he builds it to this apex of the. You know, like where you would in any other movie have a scare. Yeah. Like, but then it's just nothing. Like, there's no point to that. It's just, you know, that's how it is. And I thought that was really cool because it kind of, it it kept you guessing when there was swells in music because you weren't sure, okay, is something actually going to happen or am I just, is he just doing that just to do it? Yeah. Um, I thought Shelley Duvall, like, just like you said at the beginning, kind of annoying, kind of like, almost like bad acting yeah. at the beginning, but then it's clear that she was cast for her ability to look scared and scream yeah. and be, be act, you know, just acts totally freaked out by everything because yeah. she was good in the end. Um, I don't, I want to hear what Jake has to say about this because <laughs> I want to know if some of my gripes are some of his gripes. Cause I know he doesn't really like Stanley Kubrick, but in this, I thought the atmosphere was good and, you know, it was kind of an interesting story, 
but I thought it took too long getting there. Like it was just kind of, there was a lot of exposition. There was a lot of kind of dragging. I would have liked to explore the kid more than, you know, the, is really, I don't give a shit about the relationship between Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall, like their husband and wife relationship, which, you know, they didn't spend much time on, but yeah, I would have liked to, you know, figure out more about that kid. Cause that, the, the most effective point in the movie for me was the red rum part Oh yeah, where he was, he was actually the scene where he's actually writing it on the door. Yeah. That was creepy. Um, but I don't know. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go read about this because I, for everything that Stanley Kubrick does, that doesn't seem to initially make sense. There's it's always, there's always some reason because he's, you know, everything's is intended when he makes his movies. But then but. the whole, like, I don't know. One part that I find really confusing. And I think kind of goes to your point is of all Kubrick movies is like the ending where he's, in the photo, and yeah. it's 1921, and it's like, you've always been the caretaker here. Yeah. We're all here. So, what? I mean, the ghosts just all of a sudden show up in the photo, or are... Yeah. I mean, are, is it some kind of cyclical thing? It's yeah, a confusing he... thing that I, I just can't figure yeah. out. Yeah, no kidding, because he starts the movie going driving up there. Yeah. So, he's obviously not there. Yeah. And he's with Shelley Duvall... And, but then you get these scenes like with the old bartender that he knows, but he's never with all the ghosts. Yeah. But you never get a sense that he's a different person yeah. or that he's, you know, he's some sort of ghost. And, but I mean, Hey, if it was 1921 and he was the caretaker, maybe he just came back and he's supposed to be like, I don't know, 80. Yeah. Or yeah. 70. But, yeah. But yeah, that that was bizarre because it's it's sort of like the two thousand one ending where mm-hmm. it's like everything, you know, goes back to its beginning. But this was more of like a ghost story aspect. So. I, I like when he's sitting at the bar, and then I don't think this was. I mean, I think it was intentional, but it wasn't really like meant to be intentional. He's like, I'd sell my soul for a drink right now, and then the ghost shows up with a drink. And yeah. Kinda, when I was younger, it made it helped make more sense of the him turning crazy. Yeah. Mean, did he become possessed, or was he always was he always there? I mean, is this his yeah. destiny, uh, or was it just? I mean, obviously, it wasn't just him going crazy because the wife started seeing, yeah, the ghost of the kid, and, and so it was like a ghost story slash paranormal movie, like haunted house, yeah, type movie. To a supernatural, like telekinetic yeah. Yeah. aspect of the movie, and then the whole, the whole two thirty seven scene with the old woman. Yeah, it's like, what did that mean? Yeah, why was that in there? Well, I think it's just it was an example of, you know, that he was like he used to be young and. Well, no, that no, that he that they're like, oh, you know, how things can leave traces behind and stuff like that. And oh yeah. Like he says, like, burnt toast leaves a trace behind in the right. kitchen. Mm. And I think that was just one of those that. traces behind. And I think that's what a lot of them are supposed to be, is the bad right. things that have happened. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But then, if he was the caretaker the whole time, and there's this whole story about the other caretaker chopping his See, I don't, wife yeah. and kids up, but 
Jack Nicholson never ends up chopping his wife and kids up. Yeah. He unless dies. he did it in like a former ghost life. Yeah, I don't and, see that. That's what I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's obvious he wasn't the character. I mean, he was living in Boulder and he was a real person who really had a kid, but it's like, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. Um, my gripes may all be stuff that will turn out to be oh, well, that's no. not what I should have been paying attention to, anyways. No, uh, the scene that always kind of creeped me out was when she's going up the stairs and sees that like costume bear dog giving head <laughs> to the other. Yeah, like a boar's head. Yeah, I was like, giving uh, head to this weird dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that uh. dude. I was thinking about that. I'm like. Is that like Stanley Kubrick's just social commentary about yeah. something totally obscure yeah. that he wanted to throw in there? It was odd. Like, bestiality is wrong. I just want to let you all know that I have a stance. Uh, on yeah. That. Or that, I don't know. That that would be too obvious for Kubrick, though. That would be too obvious if it was actually that message. Yeah, that was weird. In the book, uh, Tony is an yeah. actual ghost that's there to protect uh, Danny. Yeah. So, you know, when he's sitting there talking with his little, yeah. it's actually the ghost that's protecting him. Yeah. And there's a lot more creepy stuff that happens. Have in you read though. it? Most of it. Does it help? No. Uh, like, Stephen King hated this movie. Really? Yeah, he didn't like it Is at it, all. He didn't like the interpretation. That's why he made the nice 1996 miniseries starring one of the people from Wings. Oh, yeah. Not Tony <laughs> Shalhoub and not Thomas Hayden Church. The other one. <laughs> the backup backup. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, Like, there's a... Br- uh, in the maze, yeah. There's like animals. I thought that, that was a cool scene. Yeah, there's animals the and they come to life and stuff yeah. and attack and like labyrinth. Yeah, labyrinth. Yeah. Nice. So, um, cool. Well, let's give our ratings unless you got any more. No, points. I'll give it. Ready. Um, I think it's long. Uh, I just I'll give it a six and a half. I, it still creeps what? me out, and I still like what. What did you give it? Six and a half. Make that two, please. Oh, <laughs> nice work. Well, I just I, I was going to say half in my head before you even said that. It's crazy. Well, I just and I really do like this movie, and it's on a lot of my list because what it did to me as a kid. I mean, it's really yeah. creepy, and it's still it's an unpleasant movie to especially watch by yourself because it's very because the whole movie is yeah. kind of isolated and stuff. And, right. Um, I just think it's. Just some parts of it get me every time and just yeah. kind of make me uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's my six and a half. And that's definitely that's definitely uh, one of those things that kind of influenced, you know, foreshadowing to my list. Yeah. And influenced some of the movies on my list is how young I was when I saw them. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it, there's a lot of things that you just, you know, don't pick up on as a kid that you just you pick up on the pure scariness of yeah. a movie. Like this was a really complex. Yeah. But if you're a kid watching this, all you're gonna remember are the freaky scary parts. Yeah. Exactly. Um but and, and this is one of those movies I was leaving room on my list for it, but I don't think yet. I think I'm gonna have to watch it a few more times and read about it before it can make my Don't watch it too many times or list. That'd be like seven hours. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's only watching it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Three times or something, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I give it a six and a half as well. That's crazy. Um, Together, and I'd like 13. to hear, yeah. And that's still one less than Jake would have given it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
But yeah, I would like to hear what others have to say, especially Jake, just because he's mentioned it. But if anyone else has seen it and has a take on it and, you know, it's not the same as my take, it's something either telling me you're totally wrong. It's a great movie or you're totally wrong. It's a terrible movie. Post it on the Facebook because I'd be very interested to read about that. It leaves you thinking a little bit. You want to know more. Yep. And that's true with a lot of yeah Kubrick movies. Yes. It's just he's a very <clears throat> he doesn't you know he does movies that are very they kind of range in in genre, but they're always so grand in you know in the whole you know there's it doesn't tie up all the loose ends. I'm not even sure it ties up one loose end except that Jack Nicholson dies. Yes, that was like the only loose end. How about I I think I've. I've thought about this before. One of the worst deaths ever might have to be an axe to the sternum. Think of the pain. It would not die instantly either. Yes. Unless you got to the heart, which would still take some seconds. And it's a big, giant, sharp, heavy thing going in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I still think drowning would be worse. Yeah. I'm sure that's horrible. Yeah. but Or strangling. Being strangled. Or getting stomped on by a T-Rex. Or getting curb stomped by Edward Norton. He got killed by a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well, I guess if I was getting strangled by Edward Norton, I there's that upside. Hey man, are you Edward Norton? <laughs> I loved you in twenty fifth hour. Yeah. I loved you. I know this is kind of ironic, but I loved you in American History X. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, so six and a halves all around. Um Let's We're gonna move. have like a nice short episode. That's I like right. This. Let's move on to what we watch. Booze, booze adds a thirty <laughs> minutes to the thing. Dude, booze adds about seventeen tangents <laughs> to every segment. Um. All right. How long is your list? Four. Nice. Mine's only three. It's two weeks, and we still didn't get much movie. Oh, I forgot about last week. There, it could be more. These are only ones I remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I saw. In chronological order, I saw Never Let Me Go, which is the Keira Knightley, Carrie Ann Mulligan, or Carrie Mulligan, uh, Andrew Garfield movie that is based on a, is forget the, the guy's name, yeah, oh. it's in a theater, um, I forget the guy's name, he's a Japanese author who wrote the book. This is the one I was thinking of earlier that is not necessarily a remake, because there was a 1953 movie made about the same book, but it's a re- you know, it's just a, it's it's taking the same source material and just yeah. reimagining it. Um, I thought this was a good movie, but I it was best summed up by a little review snippet I read on Rotten Tomatoes from uh, Amy Biancoli of the Houston Chronicle, and her little snippet said, "Quote: Never Let Me Go is gorgeous and depressing. It's exquisitely acted and depressing." It's romantic, profound, and superbly crafted, shot with the self-contained radiance of a snow globe, and it's depressing. Hmm. It's a movie that my brother asked me about. This is end quote, sorry. End quote after, uh, and it's depressing, the third one. Um, This is a movie that I saw, and then Matt, my brother, uh, asked me about. He's like, I'm thinking about seeing this tonight. I saw that you saw it. What do you think about it? And I was like, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I don't think it's a movie you can love mm-hmm. and you just have to go and see it. And because it's, it's very, it's very bizarre the way it leaves you feeling after the movie. Um, I see it now. Yeah. 
No, it's it's good. I do. I and do. There's a reason why those three, and as much as it pains me to say this, those three very good actors are in it because I hate Karen Knightley. Um, <laughs> there's a reason they are because it's it's it leaves them room to act real like they they act, all of the performances were really good, but it's this story that's just so sad. And it's not sad like it's going to make you cry. Mm-hmm. And it's not sad like the characters are depressed and sad. It's just the realization of the situation that the movie is putting you in. So, And that's all I'll say about that. But right. I, I recommend it for those who still think it sounds interesting after that little review. Um, then in the hotel last week, or this earlier this week, I watched Invictus. It was on HBO. Oh, how was that? Um, it's the second time I saw it because I saw it in theaters. Oh. And I liked it. Um, it's another one of those, you know, uh, it was a Clint Eastwood movie and, you know, he makes, he make he's been making a string of, you know, just solid, good movies. Um, it's not great, but it's, you know, it's really easy to watch the performances. I mean, Morgan Freeman is really good mm-hmm. and Matt Damon's Matt Damon, <laughs> um, but I think regardless of the movie, I think the story that it tells is remarkable enough to make this movie worth seeing just because of, you know, yeah. it's it's an amazing story. Um, third movie I saw was Roadhouse. <laughs> and this is a movie I saw on the plane back from Houston. I purchased the $6 DirecTV uh, package like Jake what recommended last time. Continental. They have it? They have, well, I, that's the first Continental flight I've ever flown with TVs in every headrest and, like, live direct TV. That's awesome. So, uh, Roadhouse, Roadhouse. Roadhouse is on VH1 Classic, which I don't think I get here, so I wouldn't have even been able to watch it. But I hadn't seen it before, and I thought the first half was just hilariously ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was everything that I wanted and had heard Roadhouse to be. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. For no re- other reason than... It's just hilariously awesome and over the top and ridiculous. Um, but then, like halfway through, the movie got a lot darker than I expected. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't. Dude, it got dark. I have dark. not seen Roadhouse. Like, it got dark for, for going. It, it went like 60 miles an hour down to five miles an hour. Like, just. So the bomb would have gone off in speed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he, he freaking. Killed a guy? Yeah. Like, you bring that plot element into it? Why? <laughs> and then the uh, the bad guy, the tyrannous uh, Brad Wesley, is incredibly evil. Like, he has no soul <laughs> at all. He is just a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> and then, and I'm not going to say this, but what happens to Sam Elliott is hilarious, but what the hell? Like Now I gotta you, see it. How do you do that? To the second half of the movie, it got dark. <laughs> like, Sounds awesome. Like shit went down that like it wasn't Top Gun. Yeah. Like the beginning started like Top Gun, but it didn't end like Top Gun. <laughs> I mean, sure, Goose dies in Top Gun, but it still goes on to be hilarious. <laughs> this one just kind of went, whoa, man. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. Awesome. I'm glad I saw it. Uh, and that's what I watched. Uh, I watched Backdraft. Awesome movie. I've never seen that. What I've been I've been to the exhibit or the yeah the experience at Universal Fire Studios. Fire is awesome, in but that didn't movie. that catch on fire and like burn down or Probably. something? <laughs> I think it did. Probably. I don't think it's there anymore. This movie is sweet. I was watching. I was like, damn, what, <laughs> what Baldwin is that? Is that 
Stephen Baldwin? No, Daniel Baldwin? No, it's one of those. I looked at the info. It was William Baldwin. Always screw up with the Baldwins. Uh, I saw Shawshank Redemption. I've seen that before. Great movie. But there's something I need to add. There's this one guard in there that has like two lines. And one of them is like, clean this up before the warden gets back. And he looks right at the camera and goes, I'll go pinch a loaf. How do you not fall? How do you not? That must have taken 125 takes. How do you not give that guy more lines? Because he literally just looks at the camera and it's his only line, like one of his four lines in the movie. I gotta go pinch a loaf. And that's it. That's why it's such a great movie. It's on top of so many people's faves. Uh, I gotta go pinch a loaf. That's right. Um... That's what uh, he should have carved instead of uh, yeah. whatever. Brooks was here. Brooks was here. He gotta go pinch a loaf. <laughs> Brooks has got to go pinch a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> and then next to it, Brooks was here. <laughs> uh, I watched this uh, scary movie called uh, The Fourth Kind with Mila Jovovich about alien invasion. Wait, Fourth Kind with Fifth Element? Yes, Fourth Kind with Fifth That's Element. That's amazing. And the, yeah, I was. <laughs> Make some joke. What's that? Um, <laughs> she comes out at the beginning and it's just like, "Hi, I'm Mila Jovovich," and everything in here is backed up by real evidence and real tape or audio. Blah blah blah. And like the whole movie is like, like when a character is introduced, or every time they say someone's name in the real, in the actual footage, yeah, they blank it out. And then like when characters introduced, it's like. Fred Williams as Sheriff blah blah blah. And then like they interming like intermingle like the real video with that and like there's a couple of spots that actually just make you jump and kinda creepy. And then they talk about at the end like how this was never blawed and this and this and this. And I looked it up and it's all fake. Dude. Well that's like uh just like paranormal activity. Except this one even brings the Actors out are like, I mean, it doesn't ruin the movie. I mean, it kind of ruins the movie. For Maddie to see it would. What? For Maddie to see it would. Yeah. Because they're literally talking right at him. Yes. Hi, I'm Mila Jovovich. Yeah. The, and this is real. And it's, uh, oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, did that just come out like three, four years ago? Uh, it came out like within the last year. Within the last year, I think, because I remember seeing trailers about that and. And it was cre- and I didn't think it was real, but I was like, well, maybe some of the stories real. Not even the stories real. Dude, they were seems like they were trying hard to make you think it was real. Yeah, they were. Like real hard. Uh and then my last movie I watched is one of my favorite movies. Probably my favorite Halloween movie, and it's probably my top two favorite Christmas movies. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah yes. I love this movie. It's a great movie. And I love the songs. And I sing them. And that's all I watched. What's this? It's this. This is what I watched. Nice. Well done. We'll return. We will. We're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back in. I got a fart. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see this our town of Halloween. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. I really did fart. He did. I cut it off. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. Sure um, I had to go pinch a loaf. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. And scene. <laughs> and okay, that's a wrap for that guy. You can go home. Use your 500 bucks for saying pinch a loaf. You delivered that line incredibly. <laughs> 
No one could have done it like you. Um, yeah, when when we were me and Ryan were talking during the break, and because uh, he was, exp- I wanted to know more about the fourth, fourth kind, kind movie, and he was saying it still would have been good. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, even if they. Didn't, I mean, I I think it's. It would have been like a four or five. How it was it? Probably would be like a three point eight to a four point six. Yeah, that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was four point six. Like they went out of their way to call it a true story, yeah. and it reminded me of what of at the beginning of Fargo when the Coen yeah. brothers threw based on this. You know, these are based on real events when they weren't at all. Fargo was completely made up. Like the story had no. Had, they just decided to put was it not in yeah there. was not based on true events at all. But they were like because <laughs> you know they wanted you to think it was real so that I don't know. I don't even think they cared if you thought it was real. It's just, just hilarious. Yeah, they just wanted to add it in. That they put it in. Um, but yeah, so let's get into our top five scariest movies to wrap up Horror Month. I'll go first. Okay. I reshuffled my list a little bit, but um, The Shining's my fifth. Uh, it still creeped me out, and still, you know, even when I watch it and I know what's coming, I still kind of get those, like, the hair stand up on the back of my neck a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, as a... You know, like some of the scary movies, you'll jump and you'll never jump at that part again. Yeah, you know, it's meant for your first time viewing. Like this, not not so much. It's always gonna kind of creep me out. So that's my number five. Yeah, um, my number five is the Blair Witch Project. Ooh, and I will tell you why. I didn't. I wasn't too young when I saw this, and I never saw it in the theater. So it's surprising that it made it on my list because. I had that enough of an amount of time between when it came out and when I saw it for everyone to go, ah, it's all fake. This sucks. Yeah. Um, but I saw it on, I was in Connecticut with my cousins and I saw it on one of my cousin's friends, giant TV. And it was like the biggest, you know, the biggest like CRT TV you could have like the, this, I don't know, 70 inch, but it was, you know. Weighed a thousand pounds, yeah. and you had yeah. to wherever you put it in the house, you were keeping it there. Yeah. You were moving out of that house with that in it, kind of like our uh, TV in Eugene, but just that, bigger. Now that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> That's right, dude. Our TV, we got it fixed, and it worked worse. Yeah, that is one big pile of shit. We all had to pay like seventy five bones to get the stupid TV fixed, and then it looked like it. Sh- we should have watched it with three D glasses yeah, on. It was so bad. <laughs> it was pretty weak. Um. But yeah, so I saw it when I was in Connecticut, and <clears throat> it legitimately still freaked me out. And it's not because the story was freaky or because it had a lot of jumps. It was because psychologically, it's still very scary to watch these people who they don't know that this is fake mm-hmm. go through this whole thing. And I think the scariest, you know, because even though I know that it's fake, the people in it don't know that it's fake. And so they're, all their reactions are real. And while, you know, like I said, while the story is not scary, you know, when you, uh, you know, when, when you take a big look at like at the big picture, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, this Blair Witch thing that they made up. Yeah, it's clever, but you know, it's not terribly scary. But the fact that these people were so freaked out during this movie and then like that ending of it, which was sort of a, you know, planned, but yeah, the ending of it was creepy too. And then after the fact to realize that some of these people actually needed like psychiatric help mm-hmm. afterwards because they were so rattled after this, uh, just made it, you know, very creepy for me. And still like, I've seen it 
a couple times and even though I know it's fake, it's still just the idea of getting in this person's head and realizing how incredibly scared you would probably be in that situation just kind of gets to me a little bit. So yeah, I, well, sorry. No, go ahead. I said I I like the ending and then I like the scene where they're all the little hanging yeah. witch things. So yep. I, those two I think are good. Yeah. There, I mean, there are definitely scary parts of the movie, um, but for me, it was more the overall psychological, like, these mm-hmm. people, even though you know it's fake, these people know it's, or think it's real. Yeah. Um, so that's my number five. My number four is a movie I talked about last week, uh, two weeks ago, last episode. I'm excited. It's called The Ring. Ooh. You wait for that one. Um, this was a really creepy movie for me. I saw this, I believe I saw this in the theater, which always helps with scary movies because it's all dark and the sound's turned up real loud. And I saw the ring in the theater too. Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 kind of, you can't, you can't take yourself out of it as easily as you can when you're sitting in your living room. You can't just like look over, look out the window when you're, you know, if you don't want to be scared. Yeah. Um, the whole coming through the TV part, a lot of people say that that's a very, that's like the scariest scene in the movie. It's scary, but it's one of those, Scary only at the fir- only the first time type scenes. Yeah. So it's the one that's designed to scare you in the that theater. Was creepy in the theater though. Yeah. It was and everyone really, yeah. around was going. Whoa! I know. I know. But like, if you watch that's it now, exactly. <laughs> if you watch it now, you know that's coming, and it's not yeah. as scary. But it was like the whole the like the the actual tape, like yeah. when they play footage of the tape. Yeah, the tape is creepy. As that's well. really creepy, and like that doesn't stop being creepy on you know second viewings the whole the well part is yeah. really freaky when she goes down the well and it's like naomi wants is trying to like help wow this like this i don't know I even know what this girl is but that was creepy and the scene with the, the bathtub scene yeah with the guy in the lighthouse that was creepy too like the whole toaster and electrocutions dude that that was just weird but this movie got to me and i think what isn't the ring with the the whole red tree image like the one the tree on top of the hill that's glows yeah. the brent the yeah leaves grow red that like that was creepy too because you know the whole look of it but yeah shot in like a tungsten it looks yeah. like looks good and uh the dvd when it first came out had play movie and play video and you could watch yeah. the actual Video Why the from fuck the thing. would you do that? I know. I started watching it. And it's so creepy. Yeah, it's dude. so creepy. It is. Um, but that is my number four. Uh, my number four is I talked about it way long ago, but uh, the theater. It's one of those theater experiences. It's the descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said this movie creeped me out. Uh, the first half I think is the best before you see the monsters. Yep. Just uncomfortable. <coughs> um, and there's a lot of stuff that you just like. You think it's gonna cut away or something? And it doesn't like when mm-hmm. in the very beginning when they're just driving and they like uh, rear in someone and then all of a sudden the pole goes through and goes through the guy's eye. Yeah, like whoa! Uh, it just creeped me out. Uh, the ending is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Descent Two came out somehow only <laughs> in England and now it's out on video on DVD and it has all the same actresses in it. So I want oh. to see it. Interesting. Um, so that's all I got to yeah, say like about that, that one. Now I'm going to go on my number three, which may be on your list, but it's on my list because I don't know if anything scared me as much as the first time I saw this, and that's Event Horizon. Oh. 
that movie scared oh. the, the poopy out of me. It is so uncomfortable. Uh, Un- oh, I'm embarrassed. That's a, that's I just overlooked it. That's well, I terrible. didn't know if it, it, could, been, it may it not been, be on your list. It would have been. Sorry. It's my number six now. It's honorable mention. It is. It's it's scary. I'll yeah, just put it that way. It's, legit, it's scary. Legit scary. It's it just it's it's yeah. yeah that's yeah, all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Watch it in the dark. Watch it with friends or alone, but I recommend it with friends. Yeah. God, it is. Yeah, it's freaky. Yeah, Matt, Maddie C knows what I'm talking about. It's um, some scary shit. I'm ashamed of myself. Well, it's, it's, uh, well I was thinking like I was having a hard time. Coming, I co-host. had like four in my head. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh yeah, that movie. That movie scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. Oh man. So. Me too. And I saw that with you. You you showed that to me the first time in college. Yeah. And I was literally that. Uh, uh, that's moving to my number four. The ring goes up to number five, and uh, Blair Witch is my number is my honorable mention. All right. So I officially amend my list. Event Horizon is my number four. All right. Sounds good. Oof. Good call. Uh, so that's my number yeah, dude, three. That one, that that one left me like at night. There's not like, even anything oh, to be scared yeah. of, you know, because it's not right. like yeah, it's not yeah. It's oh, not yeah. like I'm riding on a spaceship, but the whole like going <laughs> to another dimension and like yeah. I'm like Ugh. going through hell and all that. Just the the uh, image of yeah, the yeah, arm yeah, going yeah. out the guy's mouth. Yeah, not into the guy's yeah. mouth, but out the guy's mouth. So it probably entered the guy's I don't know neck. Mhm. 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 Creepy. Yes. Very good call. Very good call. You Thank you for making me f- making me address my uh it's on my your omissions. List now. It you is. Yeah, it's it. on my list. Uh so coming off my number 4 of Event Horizon, uh we're moving to my number 3, which is a personal pick. It's one of those movies that's on here because like we were saying, I saw it when I was young. Yeah. I think it's the first legitimately scary horror movie I ever saw. Maybe even the first horror movie I ever saw, because this was still back when my parents said what you know what I could and yeah, couldn't watch, yeah. and what you know they would take me to movies or rent movies, and we'd be like, "No, you can't see that because that's either rated R or that's scary yeah. or something like that." So my dad thinks it's a good idea to uh, to rent Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh oh, and this one. <laughs> This one, I was definitely, you know, Jake mentioned there's a lot of movies that he loves because his mom showed them to him when he was young, and yeah. he likes them. This one, Dad, too young. Bad judgment, <laughs> thinking I could handle this one. I had nightmares for a solid week about waking up with pods on my floor of just nasty duplicate me's. And it wasn't, awesome. it's just the like pod people, I... I even going to sleep, I would have to like I would I would shut my eyes, and then I don't know I'd hear some little creak and I'd have to get up and check my floor oh, no. and make sure there was no pods on the floor. Oh, I still and I still can't watch this without getting scared. Even though I realized that you know it's not that scary of a movie. Yeah. But oh, it still freaks me out just because of that. You know how young I was <laughs> when I saw awesome it. That's an awesome pick. Yeah, I like it. So that's my number three. But that's one of those movies. Like yeah. You were just saying. That freaks you out, you know, because there is something to be scared of, like, when you go to sleep at night. Yes. Um, My number two we talked about last week. Should be no surprise that it's on my list. It is The Exorcist. Ooh. Um, And this is a personal scary movie. Uh, I saw this movie after I had seen similar movies like it that had come after it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't. It probably didn't hit me the same as it hit my parents or other people who saw it in the theater before this whole. But still, thing. must have hit you some. I mean, it's your it, number two. It did. Yeah, it did. Um, it's still scary. Like you know, like we said last episode, and I think you specifically said this. This is scary because it has no boundaries. Yeah. And so this is one of those movies that I saw. I think I saw it with my dad first on video, and it was one of those movies that. I went to sleep and was like, what if I woke up possessed? Right. Yeah. Like it, it was it, like, you can't, I mean, cause that's just, that was just an incredibly scary idea that you're, you know, well, I don't have to explain it because I'm sure everyone has seen those movies, but um, <clears throat> it was also scary because it had a small kid in it. And that was sort of, <clears throat> I haven't seen the the one yet with the spider walk, and I heard that part is really scary. Yeah, because that came out in the yeah. The Exorcist, the version yep. you've never seen down, and, down the stairs. Yeah, and yeah, dude, that was fucking. That's freaky. That is freaky. Um, but this movie is has has some pretty solid scary scenes, like just you know iconic scary scenes now. But the ones that I and you know there there are those some like the head spinning and the split pea soup vomit yeah. and. Everything like that, you know, bouncing up and down on the bed yeah. and everything like that. Those are scary, but those are sort of the ones that are kind of, you know, no. well known. Yeah. The ones that I thought <clears throat> were, you know, w- one in particular that I thought worked really well was when Father Karras gets comes to the house and gets out of the, you know, the cab and yeah. standing. It's it's what Jake mentioned last last yeah. time. It's the cover. Yeah. And uh, you know, stands there in the fog with the ray of light coming out coming down from the bedroom and just you know. The tubular bells is playing and everything. Yeah. And then he walks into the house and he starts walking upstairs. And before before this, he had explained that, I think, what was it? The only, there's something about a nightmare where his he saw his mother oh, yeah. so, or something like that. Yeah. And so as he's walking up the stairs, they flash like a yeah. subliminal yeah. style. His, his grand or his mother or his grandmother's face, yeah. like a frightened face. Yeah. That just on the screen is just like, whoa, freaks you out. It's sort of like in The Shining with the girls yeah. when they flash that. But, you know, it's only a couple of frames and it's like designed to kind of be a subliminal thing. Like, yeah. wait, what did I just see and why am I freaked out? But that was one of those movies. Right. And it's still, I mean, it's like I said last week, it's it's the best, I think, the best supernatural possession movie. But it's also still, you know, even when I saw it. Because it came out in the seventies or something, it still holds yeah, up as, like as being very scary. Or something like that. Yeah, still very scary. All right, so that's my number two. My number two. Um, this one is this one's scary because of how it looks. There's really no music. There's no. I mean, there's not really. I guess there's acting because it's not real. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one mm-hmm. by Toby Hooper, mm-hmm. is. Really gets under your skin because it it is the lowest form of film. I mean, yeah. it looks yeah. like it should be one of those you know ones that you hold and then spin. Yeah, like uh, and it's so creepy. Um, you know, you just don't know what's coming because I mean, I'm sure many people have seen scary movies out there. You can tell when something's coming. You know, it gets silent or. Yeah. Uh, but this is just you just there's a scene where she just is walking around. And this house kind of creeping in. All of a sudden, this 
door just opens. Leatherface comes in, s- smacks her on the head with a hammer, takes her, and then closes the door. And that's all you get. Yeah. Like, what just happened? Um, the dinner scene is is extremely scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the end scene when he has his little happy fit <laughs> is scary. It's just... I know a lot of people haven't seen it. It's still... It's worth it. It's one that everyone knows. Like, oh, we know Leatherface, and then we've seen the remake, but... See the original. It's it's unnerving. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. I got a tie for number one. Ooh. Kind of. One is the scariest movie I've ever seen. The other one is the movie that scared me the most as a kid and still scarred me. My number one is The Exorcist. There it and is. And I've already talked about, or you said everything I talked about last week. But one thing that I still have to say is it's one of those movies that. There's so many scary movies out there that you're like, yeah, watch this. This is scary. And someone will be like, oh, that wasn't that scary. Yeah. Everyone who sees this movie goes, that was scary. Yeah. Like, yeah. No one disagrees with it. Right. Um, my other one, this is, this one shaped my life. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been as scared of something as I am in this. And that is Stephen King's It. Yeah. I could see that one coming for the last segment. Oh, my gosh. Or the beginning or whatever. No, just everything. Yeah. And everyone I know that says I hate, they hate clowns, everyone lists that movie. And that's my number one B. And by golly, I'm an American. <laughs> is there any specific reason why that freaked you out? Or is it just because... it was terrifying. I saw it when I was like eight. Yeah. Some babysitter showed it to me, and I couldn't sleep for decades. It's a, <laughs> it's a clown, which is already scary, that's really an alien that comes around every... 500 years to eat children just children no one else children <laughs> and it can and it and it turns into your worst fear and it can come from shower drains and it can do whatever the hell it wants and eat you it's terrifying moral of the story show this to children yes <laughs> it will shape their and then lives pretty soon clowns will never be needed yeah that's Please. right if you're tired of clowns it is the answer Oh, and then it turns into a, a really dumb-looking, but giant spider. The other thing I hate in this mm-hmm. life, clowns and spiders. That's right. So, it's up to you, sir. Nice. All right. My number one, Ryan, you can probably tell me what my number one is. I want to hear you say it. You know, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Woo! Jake talked about this uh, last week. He mentioned how he appreciated how it kind of balanced the scary possession parts with the actual scientific courtroom. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't call it evidence, but more explanation yeah. of everything um and i did too after a couple times you know of sleepless nights <laughs> i appreciated that too because i thought that was entertaining and it gave me a break from being scared um <laughs> this is the movie that i this is the most recent movie i have seen that has given me nightmares like legitimate nightmares that one that i told earlier on monday didn't watch a movie yeah. before that never wasn't scared about that this one legitimately gave me nightmares. The worst thing, though, that ever, the worst nightmare I ever had, I woke up at like 3.05. Uh-oh. Which is the worst time yeah. after seeing this movie to wake up from a nightmare about this movie. I, lo- so that, well, uh, I-, I love movies that establish a certain time. Yes. Because after the two or three times, well, that, but I mean, then in the movie, it will all of a sudden be like, 305, and you'll be like, oh, fuck, something's coming yeah, up. Yeah, uh, You know, you can kind of prepare yourself, but you don't want to see something scary. Yeah, that happened in my own room in my house <laughs> when I saw this. Um, scary? That is a scary movie. Yeah. The scene 
where her and that dude are sleeping, and then he wakes up and sees her. She's not in bed anymore, and he turns and sees her in the middle of the room in some crazy, like, you know, contorted, contorted yeah. position with her face just wide-eyed glaring at him with, like, yeah. an open mouth. Oh, my God, that that did it. That was the nightmare <laughs> inducer, was that scene. I couldn't, oh, my God, I couldn't go to sleep and, like, look out in the middle of my room. And I was like, yep, that's going to, I'm going to see that sometime. And so that showed up in some nightmares. But um, that, that is a scary movie. If I had that seen, is. if that is. go ahead. No, it is a scary yeah. movie. Just... If I had seen that scene or that movie when I was any younger, like, yeah, say when we were what? 18? We were in college. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. We saw it, you, me, I think, and Jake probably yeah. saw it or something in the theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so if I had seen this when I say switch this for Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I would have been an insomniac. I'd be an insomniac. I would never be able to sleep ever again. I'd, I would be, I don't know, I'd be dead. I went, I went and saw it with uh, my girlfriend at the time in Spokane. And then to get to Gonzaga to the movie theater on the way back, you have to walk through this like dark park. Yeah, that did not that did not fly Dude, well with me. Did you remember what happened I in the movie? Took, I think we actually she walked into the dark. Yeah, she walked through the dark. I think we actually took a cab back because just to be. Dude, seriously. But if you guys know cabs in Spokane, it was probably like forty eight dollars. <laughs> most expensive cab. That movie is scary. I need yeah. to rewatch. I've Dude, seen it a couple times. The part where she walks outside into the mist and has that whole encounter—that's creepy. Mm. The part, the 3 a.m. part where Naomi Watts is hearing things in her house around 3 a.m. and goes and just starts walking through her dark house. That freaked me out. Um, the priest getting hit by the truck was a startler. Uh, and the part where she's running to the church in the dark mm. because people's faces are changing when she looks at them. Yeah. That, dude. And then <laughs> her face changes to him, you know, when he comes in running after yeah. her. That part freaked me out. But... Then there's a barn scene. Yeah, the barn scene is scary. Then there's it's a barn a, scene. It's intense. And that's all I have to say. So That's a good flick. It's easily the scariest movie I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to admit that I was Didn't 20 years... Didn't it come out years, when we were like 18? Yeah, we were in college. I was like uh, 21, 22 years old, having nightmares, peeing my pants, crying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's my number one. So my honorable mention is to Blair Witch Project, who got kicked off my list. Ah. So. There you go. Honorable mention is to a movie I haven't seen, but some lists had it as the number one scary movie. I think it's the kind of movie that would really scare me because it actually has like a monster in it, but it's a shapeshifter too. It's uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, I haven't, haven't seen that. It's supposed to be really scary. Yeah. And I want to see it. Shout out to an un, to an un, a future movie. Yes. Well, uh, Showing up on what we watch lists near you and... Uh, probably a year. Probably. <laughs> okay. Next Halloween. Nice. Um, That's all right. on the turkey movies. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to watch Babe and November. Babe Pig in the City. We've had requests for basketball, basketball movies. movies. And Ryan had a great idea of best or favorite director movies. Or favorite yeah. directors, which yes. would be personal favorite because directors. best directors would look the same. Yeah. Best director close. would probably overlap a lot. Yes. So favorite directors. Um I don't know. We we got two more Best weeks nude scenes. in there. No. Best nude scenes. That's right. With Jake. Jake, when's a good weekend for yeah. you in November? Call me. We'll Skype you. And uh, for nude scenes, let's just say we hope it's no shaved over. We hope it's not no shaved <laughs> no, November yeah. for those nude scenes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, like I gotta the get my woman in going. the bathroom today in The Shining. 
carpet. Yeah. Dude, both of them. Yeah. Oh, one oh. of them was dead. Oh, she's old, too. That was gross. That was an <laughs> instant boner killer for like four hours. <laughs> then what are we going to yeah. do after this? Oh. <laughs> well, it's been about, I don't know, two and a half. We can give it a go. We can see what happens. Um, shout outs. Yeah. What's My yours? shout-out goes to the Oregon Ducks. Yep, same. You better win tomorrow. My I mean, game. I hope you win. This is a huge game, and they're talking so much shit. My yeah, Jake, they are talking shit. My shout-out. like they didn't even get beat 47-20 to 20 last year. Sorry. Yeah. My shout-out goes to Matt Barkley crying in the middle of the field tomorrow after he gets beat by 30. That'd be sweet. Yeah. So that's my, you know, it's, it's premature, perhaps, but, you know, I'm a... Uh, <laughs> I'm a shiner. It's a hope. You know, you shine, you, I'm, a sh- you shine. I sh- I'm, I sh- I'm shining right now. So I'm seeing the future. Nice. And I am scared <laughs> of how how bad Matt Barkley's girlfriend is going to get. All right. Enough of that. All right. Well, that's um, the end of horror month. That's right. It's fun. Is it good? Uh, is I like that. Yeah. I liked it, it a lot. I saw a lot of movies I wouldn't have had yes, a chance to see. Exactly. Me too. Especially vampire movies. Yeah. There aren't any. There's a lot of bad ones. Yes. A lot of bad ones. Yeah. But great ones like Friday Night. That's right, dude. Oh, Friday night. Need to have a recap. After these months, oh. we should have like an awards, an awards <laughs> segment. Like, and give the it most to surprising the, vampire yeah. flick is. Well, just like we should, dude. We should do that. Okay. Here's here's my uh, here's my proposition to you. The next time we have a dedicated month to something, we have like an Oscars type ceremony at the end where we well not like a ceremony but where we give out. Our best picture of the entire month, we give out, and it'd be good for this month because we didn't really have a like a best of mm-hmm. list. It was just a you know different genres. But we have a we have a best picture. We have best actor, best actress. We have best director, and we give those out across all four weeks across all four whatever genres of movies. I think it's something we can look at. Dude, that'd be cool though. We could talk about it and figure a way to do it. We could totally do it. Out of all the movies you saw this month, or put on your list, at least, of all the movies you put on your list, mm-hmm. who's the best actor of the bunch in any of those movies? I mean, it'd be, we'd have to think about yes. it beforehand. But, yeah. I mean, that, that that wouldn't be too hard. No, this, I really, like so. it. All right, just a thought, though. So, uh, we'll let you guys know what we're going to do next week. In the meantime... We're uh, going to get hammered next episode. Yeah, that's right. So We are. That's a... That's a guarantee. That's guaranteed. But it's not guaranteed. All right. right, So uh, signing off. Bye. Bye.